Wow, this is super key, and I'm glad you uh, posted this positive vibes. Thank you so much. When it comes down to this, so many people are stuck on the purpose, and, and, and then they think about it earning income. It has nothing to do with that. And so if you look at kind of his, Gary, if you know his story, if you've read his stuff, if you've watched his, his story, you know, the reason why he was probably so driven on income is because they didn't have funds. I mean, he talks about literally crying when he knew his mom bought him for Christmas, or I think it was Christmas, I don't think he's, I don't think it's not really Christmas, but for his birthday, actually, an action hero that he knew cost the family a ton of money. And so for him, the desire to be able to have something of meaning is because he wanted his own, right? He didn't want to have to rely on anyone to provide his for his own stuff. And that's really where things started getting um, very meaningful for him at that young age. So it wasn't necessarily that, you know, he knew at a young age, I want to be entrepreneurial. I mean, that wasn't pretty, probably he didn't even know that word as a kid. But he knew he wanted to be on his own and he wanted to have something of significance. And so the average, so, so with that, he'd probably still be doing it if it was at a liquor store and it was, you know, 65 million bucks a year. But the way that he's wired is that he wants to build more and he wants to build. That's what he loves to do. He loves that idea of I started something and I helped other people help me build it. So even at a young age, he, he understood the value of leveraging friends to be able to do things. And so that's a very unique individual. And so if you kind of look at that in your own life, Okay, purpose, what, what does that mean, right? So I love that positive vibes. There's no ask here in the positive vibes station. He's just doing his thing, right? Which is that he, he wants to be able to share this positivity, this, this perspective, this attitude with others. And that by doing that, he's not looking to leverage you. He's not asking for money. That's purpose. That's legacy. So that way when, when people you know respond to him and say, hey, positive vibes, this really meant a lot to me, he can say, oh, that, that, that's, that's the point, right? That's, that's why I did this, and I'm so glad. I'm humbled by that because I'm, I, I think most people that decide to have their voice out there are surprised when people are like, yeah, dude, I really like your stuff. Because in our minds, it's just, you know, it's just the rattlings of, our, of ourselves, the things that go on up, up, upstairs on this hat rack. But all of a sudden, it's like somebody else agrees. They, they, they kind of see the inner workings of your mind, and they're like, yeah, I totally agree with that. And that's very humbling for someone else to kind of be on the same level as you. For me, when I start, when I first read uh, Simon Sinek's it's, uh, Start With Why, and then I literally, over the next year, kept thinking about what is going on with my why? What's my purpose? Why do I keep choosing different things? And so, the, the, how does somebody find purpose? By doing and then evaluating. Do and evaluate. Keep doing and evaluate. Volunteer at the Humane Society for, for, for 90 days. Uh, go in there, you know, one day, one day a week, and see how you like it. And you might find after a while, you know what? Don't like it. Not fun. Not my cup of tea. And all of a sudden, you found that you don't like that part of that part of humanity. Like uh, you, maybe you don't, maybe not that big of a fan of animals. Okay. And so then again, what what's next? What? So I don't like necessarily volunteer for animals. Well, then maybe I'll go to be uh, big big boys. Oh uh, no. 
uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters usually wants like a two-year commitment. So uh, maybe you look at uh, the Boys and Girls Club, and I'm gonna, you're going to go there after work, and you're going to see if you can volunteer your time. Maybe you're going to go to a soup kitchen, volunteer your time. Like the the thing about the reason why I like volunteering as a way to try, find, try to find purpose is because you're not going to monetize those people. You're not going to go to the Boys and Girls Club and be like, oh, I wonder how I can sell these guys something, right? Because you know those kids. The reason why they're there is because their 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 family doesn't have the resources to uh, go buy stuff. So you're not gonna go ask those people for money. And that's where I find that people then start figuring out what purpose is as they start giving of themselves. And, and then evaluating, okay, did I like that? Why did I like it? What was, what was the value of that to me? Uh, I enjoy teaching other people on how to win. That's a, that's a big part of me. Why do I enjoy teaching? So I, I, I went to that, like, I, I, I oftentimes get put in positions of leadership, positions of development and training. Why do I go there? I will tell you next. So in finding purpose for me, because I think this can be really helpful for you because it, it literally took me over a year to figure this out because when I when I came upon one thing, I was like, okay, now, now keep breaking it down. So I found myself, number one, in, and when it came to my career, not, not only wanting, but also getting positions of leadership, training, and development. And I loved it. Like I love the opportunity to train and develop. I love the opportunity to uh, stand in front of an audience and publicly speak. I love that opportunity to engage with people, new people on a regular basis. So and so I said, okay, why is that the case? Okay, so this is the idea about Simon Sinek. Why do I enjoy doing that? Why well, enjoy teaching people? I enjoy seeing other people win. Okay, so why? But why is that? Why do you like to see other people win? Uh, and then I took it back to when I, uh, I I served a Christian mission in the Philippines. Uh, from 98 to 2000, and I was a thriller in Manila, by the way, um, and one of the things that really came out there was one of the guys that I was partnered up with, um, I called him Q-Dog, um, and, and, and he, was, he, was, he was from a, 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 just a unique background. Unfortunately, he had told me when he was younger he was suicidal, like just as a junior in high school he just struggled with confidence, and it didn't help that his family life was a little bit dysfunctional, and he, and, and then he's really gawky, you know, huge glasses, big nose, real thin, not, not an athlete, not, not, not into any kind of um, sports or, or extracurricular activities, period. And so just real big reader, really big into music, but like didn't play an instrument or anything. And so he would literally come home and lay on the ground and listen to U2 and the band, music. And, and he would literally think about killing himself. And, and so when he, he and I met, and he, and he confided that to me, and so one of the things that, that I said to him was, well, let's, let's kind of help you be, be more comfortable with you. And, and then we, we ended up getting him a, a, a different glasses that was a little more trendy, like he had these huge massive glasses right there, it's like half the size of his face. Um, and, and, and then I think we even got a haircut. I, and this sounds like something from a movie, right? But And it wasn't deliberate, it wasn't like he told me that and they were like, oh, on Saturday, let's go do this. No, it was just like, hey, I, you know, I, I told him, I think, hey, let's get let's get a you know, new set of glasses or something. And I think I needed a pair and so we went there and he got it. And again, it wasn't this deliberate like formula on a piece of paper, you know what I mean? Like, I, I it wasn't like, let, let's go plan this out. Like, let me, let me help you be confident. But in, in my mind, my moves were, I wanna help Q-Dog be more confident in himself. I want him to have a belief in himself to accomplish great things. Um, and then, uh, 
and then, and then we got a haircut, and then I would, I would tell him, like I would compliment him a lot about how much I appreciated him, and I did. I mean, we were together for six months, so there's a lot of opportunities for me to compliment him. And then I remember talking about like, okay, what do you want to do for life? And and he said, well, I want to, you know, basically live in a van and travel the United States. And I was like, live in a van? Are you kidding? Look at the world, man. This place is fantastic. Why don't you live all over the world and do the exact same thing, but not in a van? And so he's like, huh? He thought about that. And lo and behold, when he got when we got home after in 2000, um, he got home in 2001. He he went back. To, she went to not back. He went to China and lived for there for 12 years, and and lived it up and and, and just had a great time. Learned learned Mandarin and uh, just and, and met his wife there and, and had and had a couple kids. And so just really cool how his life completely changed from when he and I first sat down. And and it wasn't it was these subtle things. And, and he even wrote to me how, how much uh, I had an impact on him and. Um, and, and, and that and that his comment meant the world to me because I want I wanted him to be confident in a tackling life, right? And I'm not saying that oh I overcame his you know his mental health issue. Not at all. Like that that's I, no one I don't have that ability. What I could do though is whatever confidence that he could muster, he could find it in himself. And so so then I thought about. Why, why is that the case? And then, and then I'll meet complete strangers at work, and they'll be like, you know, they'll be like laid off, and and I'll and I'll and I'll spend an hour with them, scouring through LinkedIn, helping them go find a job, and and like literally they're a complete stranger. I'll introduce them to my network, and they're a complete stranger. And people are like, why do you do that? I'm like, ah, it's a good question. So again, another another hole to jump down and figure out my why. Hey, Sherms, positive vibes here, my friend. Um, just checking out your segments. Um, for me, the power of one, the power of voice, like really understanding the concept and getting to know one uh, to understand that concept. I'm not fully there. I understood a lot more when I came onto Anchor. The five years, I'll be honest, when I first started, I was looking at that, right? How many views? How many likes? Uh, why isn't this person favoriting the back and forth? But I'm glad in the early going, I started working on and understanding that it's about the engagement. And I understood that more, of course, when all these other social media platforms that I'm on, that I've got on it. So five years, uh, you know, I'm so blessed and thankful that I experienced everything because it's helping me now in this next chapter I like to call, uh, this next chapter where I got rejuvenated. And um, the key word for me right now is perspective. That's helped with the power of one.